Uh, welcome to Do It For The Content Podcast. This is your host, Watermelon Justice, the one and only. And I got my co-host with me who will be introducing the other guests, OK Capitalist. Hello. So, we got a little bit of a special podcast here today, guys. We got two former IRL people who are heavily involved in the straight underbelly of being real life. What I'm saying is, uh, Mr. Droll over here, why don't you tell us a little bit about your backstory? Never mind. Yeah. Oh. Okay, never mind. You're good. <laughs> you know, no, go, no, go, go. Me I thought you were doing oh, Okay, I thought you were doing <laughs> something. <laughs> no, I was fixing my cable. All right, so All right. tell us a little bit about your backstory, Joel. I'm up. Oh, hold on. My fucking headphone plug, <laughs> but I'll just keep talking. Mm-hmm. So about me is the game that I was related to is the Japanese uh, mafia, the Yakuza, and I was uh, born in there and raised as a youngin uh, up to the age of where is it twenty two, and then I left and I moved to America. Ah, yeah, hell yeah, that's all I got. I'm struggling. And... God damn, you you were in the big league. And to uh, Mr. Joel's left, we have Deathmap. Why don't you give us a little bit of a rundown of what uh, what your uh, story is? Well, basically, I kind of fell in love with the wrong woman. And ended up being like a career between three solo gangs. And a little family that were basically a little bunch of rascals that also like to do crimes. Crimes. Okay. <sighs> Interesting. So, Cap, can I actually ask the first question in this uh, very interesting go interview ahead. we got going on? So, yeah, go ahead. Mr. Joel, you said that you left the life at 22. So, what is what? the biggest contrast compared to the two lives you're now living? One, when you're in the Yakuza, one, now that you're out of it. What is the difference? What do you mainly see? Well... Back in the Yakuza, the things I mainly see is very, very different than now. Back then, it, it used to be hectic. Most of the time, you can't do much, or you just mess with the wrong people. You could just just die like that. It, it was like a do-or-die situation when I was there. And it was a rough 10 years plus, but Man. I pushed through, and... I succeeded, but bad things have happened to me along those years that I will gladly share when the time comes. Oh, perfect. But oh. now, and the, like since I'm in America, it's a little bit better now and more calm and peaceful. No high expectations from people you saw as brother anymore. Oh, yeah. Very I know. interesting. And how about you, Death? Uh, quick question. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, well, 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 well. No, quick question. Do you still have all your fingers, right? Yes, I do actually have all my fingers. I didn't cut off any fingers. <sighs> That's really good. Uh, I have heard the uh, legends that when you messed up, you gotta chop one yeah, piece of d- your don't finger. Don't worry, we're gonna, we're gonna get into that. <laughs> so, how about you, Death? Uh, what is the contrast from when you were in that situation of you being around crime and all that to how you are now well right now it's really damn boring right now but the thing is that <laughs> i prefer it this way honestly like back 
second day it was like also you were like in pressure like if you messed up somebody could like basically organize a jump on you like just beat, beat you out of to shit in my city there's it's one of the few city in mexico where guns aren't allowed in public uh it's really hard to get get, get your hand in a gun so people will usually just use knives and like picking pipes to beat you to, to a plum uh, uh i got like menaced a bunch of times but never got jumped on thank god uh but usually was when i did a little mess up but uh i mean i got out of there like pretty darn quick i was just like one year between those guys and then i did everything that i had to do just to get out all right so all right. if you had so i guess both of you guys are more happier being out of it than in of it right oh, of course man you're not in there because you want <laughs> Mm. Yeah, it's better to be out of it than in it and risking your life every day just to appease your higher ups. Mm -hmm. All right, Cap, give him, so, give him, give him, a, give him the typical question. You know, the hardball question that right. everyone lies about. It's kind of a, it's yeah. All right. Uh, so, this is a question for the both of you. How many times, or with how many different people have you ERP'd with? Being hard in gangsters, it must be in the hundreds of millions. <laughs> None, Cap. IRL or in BRC? What? Wait, sorry, yeah. sorry, Joel. <laughs> sorry, Joel. I, I didn't hear that. You might cut out. What was that? I said none. <laughs> Zero. Is that like Japanese Zero. slang for like a lot? Probably. Probably like a dragon's worth amount. Oh, dragon's worth. Jeez. Yeah, that's what yeah. it means. Yeah. Ah, you're a Go, baller. Okay. You how about yeah. okay, you, Death? Uh, here in BRC or in RRL? In BRC. Uh, in BRC? Uh, like... 14? Holy, Holy shit! Holy moly! Wait, like... Jesus! Uh, now, how many, like, can you, like, tell us the demographic? Like, how many female, how many traps, how many guys? <laughs> oh, I know the answer to this Um... One. Okay. Three females, which is a really bad ratio for me. Uh, <laughs> two trans and a bunch of mutes. Ah, nah, that's fine. That's fine. All, all mutes are female, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, sure, man. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, so tell us about the uh, first time, actually. First time I was in on desktop, and it was with a really recognized person. Really. Yeah. What do you mean, recognizable name? person? Uh, I mean, you see avatars rolling around with his name. Oh. I, I'm just gonna leave it like that. Interesting. All right, interesting. and Mr. Joel, how about you? What are you just not interested in the ERP? You haven't found the one? Maybe you're actively looking for. You just you know can't get it or what? I don't really care about it. It's not on my mind. Okay, so are you telling me that, like, if someone popped up beside you and started, like, you know, running their hands up and down your leg and said, if you want to go to private world, you'd be okay with it? Yeah, sure. All right, Betty, your turn. 
thank you very much for the follow, the Warfish. Ooh, there are too. Even better. But, alright. Let's move on a little bit. But yeah, uh, Tell me, Death. Mm. Oh, what's up? No, no, you no, go. Question for me? Uh, I got another question, don't worry. Okay. So tell me, Death. You told me that uh, you acted as a little bit of a go-between in between these uh, big, bigger groups. What are some of the types of things that they would have you do? Uh, well, basically as a career, uh, it's simple. You get a like, you get a simple package. It can be a message. It can be even a bloody post-it note that is really well hidden uh, in your person. And you just gotta like. There are two ways. Like, or uh, either you say it, but then you ha you know too much. And I don't like to know shit. Uh, because one of my friends told me that the more ignorant you are, the more useful you become. Uh, and I just stayed ignorant of every single situation that happened between. I just got like notes with a little bit of money within and just deliver them as soon as I got them because I don't want to have anything to do with it. Oh shit. But yeah. That's basically it. Um, sometimes, uh, especially because I was under this girl, uh, I had to deliver like specific message to specific people. And eventually I decided to do some funny stuff with those deliveries. And I will explain it like a little bit more later. Okay. All right, all right. Um, Cap, can I ask my... Uh... <clears throat> go ahead, go ahead. Uh, I think you'll like this question. So, uh, Mr. Joel and Deathmap, uh, were there certain mm -hmm. roles that each gender had to play in your, uh, in Joel's case, Yakuza, in Deathmap's gang? Were there, like, certain things that only females can do and only things male can do? Or were they both, didn't matter as long as you got the job done? We'll go with Mr. Joel first. Females aren't usually accepted in the Yakuza. It's more males than anything, but there'll be occasional time where you will see a female Yakuza, but they're like, there's not a lot of them. There's more males than females. Mm -hmm. And what was the difference? Like, for the ones that did get accepted, were they incredibly cruel, incredibly nice, didn't matter? They did some. They did. They, the way that they would get accepted is they probably did something to appease, like, the captain, the clan leader, the lieutenant, or whatever, any of the higher-ups, did something to please them in any way, doesn't matter what it is, any way, they get accepted. Like that. But not a lot of females did it, so you see more men than anything. Okay. And how about you, Death? It depends between the gangs, honestly. Like, the gangs get ruled by... Whoever is on top, because it's usually a bunch of guys that are on top, and try to be organized, be together, be a family, and they have people under them. Uh, each one of them, they try to not get out of it. And females are pretty much accept accepted, but the thing is that usually we divide ourselves. Like uh, a female, a mother uh, gets to deal with all her bitches, and. They this, this mother is usually the bitch of a big guy, honestly. And... Fucking crash, okay. Okay. Uh, but the thing is that uh, the way that they, they usually get in is usually because 
they fall in love with a big dude or they fall mm. uh like they are as you said like kind of cool like they get themselves to get respect like they are pretty rude uh and <laughs> that's kind of like uh the one that i fell into it was horrible um man it was like honestly not a good experience and then there are like like the most savage gangs that they will usually like be like get a group of girls to beat up one girl or a few guys to rape her Ooh, uh, and yeah. that and that oh, shit's geez. horrible okay cap you had a question so you know uh, there's an old saying that crown doesn't pay but how much money did you guys earn while you were doing it? Oh. We'll start off um, with uh, Joel. Um, I the way how I was in my position, as soon as I joined, they gave me a job as a debt collector, right? Oh you know, man, going going around collecting money from people, places, anyone, and if you know they refuse, you assert yourself, get the money. A lot, a lot of kneecaps were indeed broken for my because you need to show fear most of the time when they would fight back or not give it to you at all. So you would have to assert yourself as a dominant one. So I didn't get the money. I had to give it to higher up and then whatever it is, like, let's say, um, I'll give you an example. Uh, envelope, right? Full of... 800,000 yen, right? From that, I'll just probably get 100,000 or 200,000 if I'm lucky. Okay. But, yeah. no, in my case. Oh, wait. I was about to explain it like, uh, one yen is basically one penny. So just do the math on that one, guys. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, as I said, better to stay ignorant. And especially, especially be that free. Like, I have friends here that are also in gangs, but in the US. And men, uh, usually when you said like building hope, thing that I never did, um, it's when you start like gaining money and making that. And thing is that I just like skipped that part. It was like, uh, every time that they proposed me to get higher up, get money, get that stuff, I was like, yeah, just like, nah, man, I'm good, I'm good. Uh, I can keep working like this half-time job and working with you guys, but nothing else. <laughs> like, I actually didn't do the initiation. I was just there. <laughs> and people, like, got weirded out because that was, I was basically a nobody between a bunch of walls. And that was kind of like the deal that kind of saved my ass. Interesting. But yeah, that's it. So crime okay. does pay just that it doesn't pay that much if you're on the, if you're not at the top. Now, uh, well, it I gotta say does pay, but uh, sometimes it will come with a fee, with a big ass fee. Well, that's what their next question going to be about. Yeah. So, what injuries or uh, consequences happened to you 
while you guys were in it? What are the bigger consequences? What are the smaller or big injuries that you guys have gotten from it that you guys are willing to talk about? So we'll talk with Deathmap first. I mean, you're only in it for a year around that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So tell us, what could happen in a full year? Okay, I got shop around like twice uh, against metallic walls. Uh, and a lot of bites because usually when you're with a girl, they like to mark you. And when I say mark you, it's like they just like to bury their teeth around your body out mm. of nowhere. Like you could be walking out of nowhere. They, they will kick you behind the knee and bite you in the neck or something like that. Kind of messy. <laughs> and uh, a lot of scratches. Like, this girl had, like, not, like uh, fucking nails sharp as glass. It was really darn, like, uh, well, it felt horrible, but it was, like, the lower kind of pain. Because I had a friend that he was deep in it, and he got, a, a ball break in his in his head like he had like one day he came back to the work and he, he had like scars going through the back of his head to right next to his eye it was really bloody really messy man that's pretty disgusting to be honest <laughs> yeah and uh before we go back to joel uh is there any honor role like honor rule you guys up uh, like uphold between gangs or is a free-for-all anything goes well usually um, like yeah uh well in mexico it's pretty much uh which is uh if you don't fuck somebody up you don't you're not going up uh and that's the thing man uh i didn't fucked up anybody so i stood as low as possible because uh this guy that got the like the ball broken behind his head. He was my mentor and he told me like all the ways ins and outs, how to get around things. And the main thing it was stay ignorant, like try to be low profile as possible. And people will just start to ignore you eventually. Uh, but the thing is that the person that owns you, it's the one that is going to fuck you up. And <laughs> Uh, I have to fuck them up just to get just to get out. Mm -hmm. Okay. And how about you, Mister Joel? The injuries and the honor question. Um, for the honor question, yes, there is a big deal of honor in the yakuza. You don't break it at all, because then severe consequences could be pulled on you. You know. Like, mm -hmm. I'll just give you an example. You dishonored some, like, your Aniki or brother, mm -hmm. right? Or your senpai, right? Or your higher ups. You do something so stupid mm -hmm. that you bring dishonor to them and it, it shames them and the higher ups. So, usually, what they would do is I don't know if they still do it anymore because I'm not there. They would get a knife, take your pinky, and then chop it off just instantly, like that. They'll make you do it too, and then you have to present it to them as a, an apology. Yeah. And usually, we the higher ups say, "Yeah, I take your apology," and then that's it. They're done. And they 
on the pinky no more, and usually it's on the left hand. And if you want to know the reason, reasoning behind that is the reason why they start off with the pinkies because mm-hmm. it's believed that it's when you hold a katana like this, you don't get a firm grip because you have no pinky to you know a whole equilibrium on your hand, so it's always gonna be missing. It's never gonna be firm anymore. So your handle, your handle on the handle of the katana will never be the same, and okay. it'll be terrible how you swing and all that stuff. That's that's why they did it. Mm-hmm. And for the that. injuries, and for the injuries, I've over that ten years, I've accumulated thirty-eight stab wounds in the torso. Jesus Christ. Oof. So, with those stab wounds, uh, did any of them hit, like, vital organs, or only, like, I'm, torso? I'm still, he- I'm, all, I'm still here. If they hit vital organs, I would have died already. <laughs> well, you can still get hit by a, in the lung, and then go to the hospital and get fixed, but it would, you would never be the same. But I didn't feel that. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was a small knife. It was a very small, cheap knife, but it, it did some damage. Damn. I don't know how I would, dang, dang. how to survive even like two. Well, okay. <laughs> Fuck. Tough life. Tough life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, oh my goodness, uh, you guys work for a lot of people. What's one of the worst things that you've seen another person do while you were working along with them? If you can even talk about it. I'll go ahead and start off with whoever wants to start off on this one. Um, hmm. Let me guess. Like, I usually, like, try to avoid closed doors because everything happens around closed doors. But usually people that kind of try to get too smart, let's say that uh, they usually came out, like... as I tell you, they usually like come out with with new scars, sometimes bloody, sometimes a new eye patch. Uh, but I, I I never saw like somebody like just die. I I saw just one person disappear. But I don't know what he did. I I think he, he like tried to snitch on somebody and he just poof. Damn. And I never learn about him again. I just saw him twice. And just twice. And it's a really small city. I usually find some people back. But, uh, this guy, it's gone. Gone so. Bang, bang. What's your Joel? Um, one of the things that I, like scene that I really didn't like was I was going out with a group of people and this is kind of going to be a little bit of sad I don't know it was so sad to me because I mm-hmm. cried um, the group consisted of me and a cousin of mine a very close cousin and other people because the Yakuza is a family business obviously. so you know we born you get to a certain age you join no matter what so my cousin and I and a couple other people and our Aniki, our leader, our brother, we were going to go, um, what's it called, take over some territory because um, we had to. I'm not going to get into specific details, but we just had to. We needed to take it because it was valuable. I'll say that. 
And, you know, obviously when push comes to shove, you don't want anyone in your territory. They started mm-hmm. fighting back. The first one to die, of course, was on our side. It was my cousin. Uh, a very, it, it wasn't, it wasn't fast either, like a oh, shot to the head. It was like, uh, trying to remember too. They shot him in the kneecap, and he, and I was trying to like crawl and bring him back behind a wall, so he, so we can, I can bring him back to the hospital that we had, but I couldn't, because I was just in shock that I just froze, and they shot him again, and then in front of me, he died right there. But we continued and we took it, but I regretted it because I could have helped him. But I just shook, I just froze. That's, that's it. Mm-hmm. There you go. So, <gasps> thank you. Um, is there any proper training? Uh, I know for a gang, there's no real training, but did it, did it offer you any training death when you joined? And then with, y- with the Yakuza, is there any training leading up to? When they send you out on missions, so what's we'll our death first? Well, I kind of like didn't go uh, to proper training. I got I went through a, a crash course because uh, when I got like in this weird ass like family thing, uh, it was really simple. It was just to serve and follow each rule that this girl said, but. She had me as his special servant. That means that she actually like put me out of danger plenty of times, as long as still, I still serve her. But any day that I just uh, decided I'm not gonna do that, she will try to break my legs or just scare me up. And the thing was that my partner was from this other gang that is called Neighborhood 18 by. I don't remember the other thing, the other crossing. It's like a crossing, like a famous crossing. But this guy like told me what to do, when to do it, how to do it, how to answer, who to look in the eye, who to avoid, uh, uh, which blocks are restricted, at which hours they are restricted, and especially uh, which neighborhoods never to visit. And that was kind of like my saving guide. He he also told me the part of just being ignorant of what happens around me, like to not snitch on people, uh, to how to deliver message. Basically, he wanted me to be an uh, in his fucking words, uh, fucking fast as a trouch and a bloody ninja to work uh, when I move. <laughs> and I. <laughs> And he only told me how to like step to not make any sound around around the place because the floor was really noisy. People will hear you everywhere. Uh, the echo was fucking horrible. And I just learned two things: how to get out, how to avoid making any sound, and um, basically how to get in because you gotta get in to get out. And he also told me if I wanted to take a second banner because uh, I was working with a family that worked between two gangs, but I could get a banner about these two gangs. The first one was South 13 or Sur 13 in Spanish. 
uh, and the other was neighborhood. And I was like, okay, which one I should? And he told me, well, if you don't want to stay with, with one, you take none. And that way you will have a safer life because once you get in, there's no. Okay. So he pretty much taught you and gave you the, the real crash course. All right. Yo, Death, you still here? Uh, it looked like he froze. He might be loading for something. Yeah, it looks like he's frozen. So, or... How about you, Mr. Joel? Crash or frozen. Yeah. It was not really like a training sort of thing. It's just like, oh, you want to train? Well, there's a gym over there. Go beef yourself up and come back. Or, you know, if you want to spar with other people, yeah, sure, do it. But most of the time, they'll, be, they'll just tell you the, the common things like, oh, have common sense. The places where you shouldn't, shouldn't go. People you shouldn't mess with. The place that we own, like, you can freely walk in and do whatever. Oh, he's gone. <laughs> do whatever. Uh, and then the neutral places, because we have neutral places, obviously. And those were important, like, really important, because... It's a neutral place, right? Even you could, uh, the ri rival gays could hate each other so much, but they respect the neutral place that they won't fight there. Because usually, if they want to do something diplomatic, they'll take it there, mm -hmm. right? And if they don't want to shed, if they don't want to like lose people or shed blood or do anything, they'll take it there, and they'll work out an agreement, more so like a trade. So that's, that's about it. Okay. Um, Cap, uh, can we ask the audience if they got any questions? Or should we wait for Mr. Death? Yeah, do you guys got any questions for, uh... Well, you could do another one when you get back. you guys got any questions for Joel over here? Don't be shy. Ask him anything. This is the man, the legend, the myth, the one who guards you from all the crashes on VR chat. You should definitely take care. Take mm -hmm. the chance to get a gnome. Ask him a favorite color. Uh, okay, I guess, did you, ha did you go by something other than Joel when you were in the gang that you're allowed to tell us? Uh, I've been called Aniki and Senpai before, because higher up, I'm a, I'm a brother to people, and the Senpai is usually like, a, you're higher up, like, a, a footsman, right, would call me Senpai, because I was higher than him, or Aniki, because I was his bro uh, brother, you know, quote-unquote brother, about it. Nice. Oh, actually, that did remind me, that question. Did you ever visit a soap world, a, sa a soap room, I think it's called, or a soap world? I don't know what they're actually called. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Uh, no. <laughs> I, I, don't go, I don't go to places. <laughs> for, those, so, for, no. for those who don't know, can you explain it? I don't know how to explain something like that. <laughs> no, the thing is, even I can't explain it. I've never been there before. <laughs> I, 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 was, I always steer clear of that, because like, um, a little story is... Last guy that was part of our uh, little gang, he went there and he fucking died. He didn't come back. Oh, shit. So I, I stay clear from that shit because that's like a, it's like a sauna. Like just think about it as a sauna, right? Where you just you know multiple people. That's about it. And you know they, they see the wrong tattoo. And, you know it's gonna it's gonna happen. Okay. So any other so, questions uh, from Betty? Maybe Betty. Betty. Oh, okay, Cap, go ahead. I got a, I got a pretty funny question. So, since the Yakuza's in Japan and the Japanese mostly, 
How much anime and manga did you guys enjoy? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, believe it or not, a lot of people that I actually got to know over there um, found it. They enjoyed it, but they didn't take it as serious as, let's say, an American, an American who's like in his fifties who discovered anime for his first time. Google gogging over it. We see it, we acknowledge it, we like it. That's it. We go back to work. I love it. Okay, and so, what, like, did you ever have someone try bribing you for uh, you personally because you have been an Anakin or something before? Tried bribing you for special services, special deeds, protection, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera? Uh, no. The thing that I was taught is by my Anakin or Sephi is. Don't accept bribes from people, either civilians, cops, or other gang members. It's not going to go your way. Granted, the cops were usually on the payroll of the Yakuza, because a good majority of cops, some cops are corrupted, so, you know, and nothing you can do about that. And usually you'll take those, because sometimes the, they will take, tell you, take, take this, you're going to need it, okay? And you'll do it. From civilians, not really. We offer protection because, you know, a, a lot, like, that's like common one-on-one thing from gangs. Gangs offer protection. Mm-hmm. Protection. <laughs> some people don't actually protect, you know, they just do it to get money and extort them. But obviously, we didn't do that. If we were assigned to protect you, you would be protected. 100%. We won't let anyone come near you unless you want them to. Okay. Nice. And also, Cap. So why don't you take a seat right in the middle? Uh, why don't you take a seat right in the middle there, Joel? And what's up, Water? Uh, yeah. So Mr. Deathmap, he told me that uh, a girl messaged him to ERP. So he uh, they're gonna go with her for a bit. So until then. Ah, damn. <laughs> nah, he told me that. No priorities. He, he told me that uh, his power went out. He'll be back in like five minutes. Ah, uh, damn. Well, that's alright. We'll continue the interview with so, Joel, everybody. Uh, Mr. Joel. So what a segment uh-huh. I like doing is unpopular opinions, and these are opinions that you have that majority of people aren't going to agree with you. So do you have an unpopular right. opinion? Something that's um, bottled up inside. Americans who think that they're the best. There you go. <laughs> that's what. Right, that's, you can that's, die. That's, listen, listen, America. You can go. They're away. okay. They're okay. <laughs> <laughs> Who that man? <laughs> well, a- any reason why, or you just uh, that just your opinion? Yeah. Well, I have a reason because it's always you see because I see this a lot. It's always like, oh, you USA, we're the best. No country can beat us. We're better. We're the most dominant. We're the strongest. Da, 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 da. We never lost a war. You know the the basic narcissistic shit, and it just makes me mad because you don't see any other countries telling that, oh, we are better than this or da 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 da. No, because no other country does. Still mad about uh? I think he's still mad about World War Two. Everybody. (laughs) Yes, yes, I was in. Yeah, I'm mad. I'm mad. World War champions, just saying. Mm -hmm. Woo! All right. Whatever. Cap, do you have an unpopular opinion? Yeah, you, you've had some really uh, weird wow. ones, not gonna lie. I've had some pretty strong ones in the past, but Listen, the, fr- the front no, wiper, I... don't, don't, don't die on that hill. That don't die on that me. hill. That wasn't even me. That wasn't even me who did that unpopular opinion. 
Uh, fuck. I mean, give me a second to think. Well, audience, do you guys have any unpopular opinions you want to spit out right now? Mm -hmm. I'll give an unpopular opinion. Uh, weed's kind of shit. Weed's kind of shit. Yeah, you get high. You don't. You. you don't really do shit after. I, it's a waste of time. You just I, fucking, fucking sink into your fucking chair. Guys, I'm so high right now. I fucking see God. Ah. Like, yo, what the fuck? Yo, do something. Like, at least coke gets you fucking moving and grooving. You're up for three days straight. Yo, like, you know. <laughs> and if to me personally, not everyone, but for me personally, to give like fake happiness, like. You're not really happy. You're letting the drug give you happiness. Why not actually go out, make yourself happy, and then be like, shit, I don't need something to make me happy for three hours. I can be happy 24 hours. And then some, you know, that, that I think. Un very, very unpopular, but I'm happy that you, Joel, agree with me. Have you ever done drugs before? Actually, uh, well, not, no, no. The only drugs I've ever gotten were more, uh, and uh, painkiller, painkillers. But it. Okay. Actually, I think I got one now. Um, my I guess this is more of an unpopular opinion, like more through the days, or at least in my personal opinion, it's an unpopular opinion. Uh, when someone calls you like a bad person or calls you out in your shit or something, your first reaction, in my opinion, should be like, "Where did I mess up? Where did I mess up?" Because like it seems to me nowadays, more and more, right, when we get when we call someone out. Uh, their first response isn't, wow, I'm part of the problem. Their first response is, that's wrong. That's that's impossible. That's honestly, uh, that's just what I've been noticing more and more. At least in my opinion. Hmm. So are you, are you trying to tell me and you're like, not the problem? Except that you may, no, I'm saying except that you may be the problem and tell someone to give an honest opinion of you. That's tough to do, but that's, uh... That's something else I say. I don't know. It's just something I noticed the past few days. I feel it's unpopular. So who did you message recently? <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about real life, dude. Mm -hmm. I called someone out on their stuff once, real life recently. Their first response is, wow, uh, were you just joking about that? And I was just taken aback. I couldn't believe it. It, they, their first thought wasn't, wow, I may have messed up. Their first thought was, are you joking? And that's what it got to me. Okay. Cap, I can't fix that middle fucking video. Can you fix that for me? I don't know what... What middle video? I'm. I, mine's perfect. Mine's not perfect. Fix it. What do you mean? Well, fix it for me anyways. So, Joel, I gotta ask <laughs> you this. You know, just one guy to another. Do you pass a vibe test? I remember when Cap actually told me what the was, <laughs> and I, I never, I, I never knew what that was until a couple weeks back. Yeah, so, and I haven't even tried it. I haven't even tried it since. Okay. So, yeah. Um. Hmm. So, do you think you are? Like, that's pretty big, to be honest. Like, I, I pass it. I don't know about Cap. I think Cap lied to me. He didn't send me any pictures. Well, wait, that's why we established the neutral third-party clause. I brought it up to you, Joel, and we're establishing yeah. you as a new neutral third-party. Anyone send any pictures to Joel over here. What? <laughs> oh, that's perfect, actually. Hold up. Let's... 
if, kind of pictures. If we send them all to Ollie, oh, Ollie what? can compare. And then it, Wait, what? It'll work out. <laughs> Ollie, we need you to Wait, we, what? We, we need you to be the third party. It's okay. You'll accept it. Dude, you should have heard what Cap was talking to me about earlier. And, 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 and we'll what? talk about that uh, later. Ollie, please. Hey, talk back, to the interview. Please. back to the interview. Back to the interview. Joel, <laughs> I have a question for you. Yes, what's um, question? In media and like cartoons and stuff in America, criminals are mm -hmm. often uh, portrayed as really dumb or really stupid. What is the stupidest thing that you've seen one of your fellow crimesmen do? <laughs> you, uh... you, you, I don't see a lot of stupid things, but the first one I saw out of there, oh my god, it made me, I don't know why, it was just so small, but it made me laugh. Um, <laughs> we were having, my friend and I over there had a bet um, about, oh, watch, I'll cross the street, I bet you, like, I don't know, something small, 500 yen, it's like a dollar, uh, five dollars, almost. Uh, a dollar, I don't remember, I don't fucking care. Uh, I'll bet you so-and-so money, I'm across the street, I'm gonna make it over there without looking both ways, I'm not gonna get hit by a car. A little bit later, he he walks and he fucking toilet comes out of nowhere, hits him by a car. <laughs> yeah! He doesn't look both ways. He what kind of weird house. challenge is that? <laughs> I don't, hey, he, so he brought he it up. I mean, I got I money. I, I, I got money from it. I don't care. They actually paid you five dollars for being that <laughs> Yeah, exactly. He didn't. He literally didn't look both ways and just proceeded to slow walk. And this is what like when um, cars in Japan usually were, and people were in rushes. So you can only imagine. Mm -hmm. Damn. Wait. So Joel, do you have your driver's license? I do. Yes. Oh, okay. Did the drive? Did you drive when you were in, back in Japan or no? Uh, yeah, over there and over here. What is the driving? Oh, nice. There's nothing about the Yakuza or anything. Just, uh, how hard is it to get a license over there? What are the requirements? What are the qualifications? How do you do it? Being in America, it's quite easy. You just go to it's... do one test and you're in. It's not as different as I remember because I got mine very young. And... Eh, it's not that hard. It's a little bit like America's, but with a li probably a little bit more questions and a little bit probably more on the driving test. Because in Japan, there's not you don't see a lot of people driving cars because the main transportation is either walking, biking, or subway. Oh, that's another thing. Have you ever been part of a chicon? A chicon? I've been part of not a lot of things, no. The only thing over when I was in Japan was just part of the Yakuza. Uh, did you go to any love hotels? Mm. No. Not at all. Did you have to uh, escort someone to a love hotel? Uh, actually, hold on. Let me see if I remember. Uh, no. I don't think so. Have you ever talked to any princesses? Princesses. They exist. They exist. No. No. I'm lucky. I never got to talk to them. Whenever we met someone like that, I would just look to someone who's lower than me, and I just whispered to them, "It's your turn. Talk to her." <laughs> so I just throw, I just throw him to her, and like, goodbye, have fun, go protect her. That's about it. Yeah. Like, how big was care. your? How big was your anime harem? Oh. <laughs> oh, oh. How big is my anime harem? <laughs> 
Dude, I hate that question. <laughs> it's so funny to me. It was not that big. But it was big. Not a, not a lot of... See, here's the thing. This is what actually surprises me on this question. Joel over here is basically a Japanese Chad, okay? He's a, he's a big dude. He's a big dude with a ponytail, reportedly. Uh, so yeah. he's got nice. a... He's got, he's got a secret harem, I bet you. Yes, because yeah, cause in Japan, you don't see a lot of six foot four Japanese people man now, do you? No. I don't you have know. One of those, um, you have one of those fancy tattoos on your back? Yes, I do, actually. Oh, what's it of? It's a... How am I going to say this? Hold on, I'm trying to remember how to say it in English because I don't remember and I don't feel like... Like a dragon, I don't wanna... a man. No, it's not a dragon. It's, um, it's a, a demon mask. Uh, it's a oh, high... an Oni. It's an Oni, yes, but it's not called an Oni. It's actually, it has its own name. Uh, it actually starts with an H, but I can't remember. I'll get back to you on that well, if I, I can, like, try me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. So, Mr. Joel. Yeah, I'll get, I'll get back to you there. Yeah. Uh, when you were, like, very young, and you just started into the Yakuza, uh, did yeah. anyone step up to, like, mentor you? Or were it just, like, your senpai and Anaki at the time, he did it? Like, anyone from, like, a higher position to be like, you, follow me. Anything like that? Yeah, actually. Um, the third lieutenant of my clan because the way it's brought up in the ranking system it's foot soldiers and then uh sergeant and then lieutenant captain and then clan leader so the third lieutenant the lowest lieutenant saw me was like yo he got potential you're mine now okay, took okay. me under his wing and I, and I learned a lot okay and then did you ever learn how to wield a katana did you follow the samurai code? <laughs> samurai, uh, samurai code, but yes, I learned how to wield the katana, yeah, the proper way. So, what? I actually it... have. They gave me one as a parting gift. They gave me two parting gifts. Oh, if you want to hear about it. Yeah, please. Wait, they just let you. Oh, go ahead. Well, we'll talk about that. Uh, the first part. The first parting gift was a golden. Handled engraved katana. The the handle was of a dragon, and the blade was very very nice. And the second gun, uh, gun well, the gun. The second parting gift was a engraved M nineteen eleven, because we had those. Can you bring that to America? Yeah. <laughs> don't worry. Don't worry how I brought it to. That <laughs> <laughs> hey. I like to hear. That I like to hear. But that does, bring, that does bring up a good question. What made you want to yeah. leave? And then what was the process of leaving? Was it okay? What, did you have to go yeah. through a lot of hoops? Okay, so during my years over there, I was very known. Not super duper known, but known. Like, known enough to know that the clan leader knows my existence there. And I am like, like seen by the higher... Higher brothers or ranks or whatever and the reason why I left is because now you don't want to be in the Yakuza and have any stab wounds do you? Because one punch to the stomach 
barely can split all those scars open and bleed out instantly. They wouldn't just throw you out. That's one of the reasons why I left. And the other one, it goes, uh, I just thought it would be better here. Uh, I thought I would have a little bit more freedom than I did over there. But that was a mistake. That's fucking shit here. I see crackheads and alligators everywhere. Yeah. Alligators? Oh, Jesus. Listen, listen. That sounds like you're in the bayou. <laughs> I'm in Miami, dude. Florida, the, Florida's like that. Superior America, the best country in the world. <laughs> you not at all. Mm-hmm, Cap, not at all. Now that he's in the best country in the world, he can <laughs> speak about his experiences that were, was once, uh, that he once had. Yep, and I do want to oh. know, Joel, do you have any stories that you want to tell us? Some stories that you've been... Yeah, this happened, this is pretty cool. Oh, yeah, that happened, that's pretty funny. Oh, that happened, that was sad. Oh. Anything you want to shout out? Back in Japan, or like, here in America? Oh, you know what, mix it up, mix it up. Um, I guess some fun stories, like, in Japan, we, um, on a, on occasion, higher ups would always take us to, uh, like... Uh, disco, uh, not disco, um, uh, parties, like, really, really good parties. They were very packed, and it was amazing. Shit was fun. Yeah, dancing, yeah, I just, I danced a little bit, but <laughs> I'm not a dancer. You know? <laughs> I, I stick, to, I stick to my, what I'm good at, and that's, uh, debt collecting. <laughs> I'm not a dancer. But no, I did listen, go, I didn't want to make I'll teach you later. No, you don't need to. Oh, uh, I just worry. wanted oh, to go. No, I tried. I this. Yeah. No, he tried, and I turned him down a lot. No, Cap can't dance. You Have you seen him dance? No, you didn't turn me down. Have you seen no, him? No, no, he didn't turn me down. He had tried, like, four-step moves, and then he just gave up. He said, all right, I'm done. No, Cap, I'm not a dancer. I've seen Cap dance. Listen, listen, <laughs> Mr. Joel, listen, it's all in the hips, okay? Yes, it's, you gotta, it's, it's all in the hips. You gotta just work the hips, and you can do anything. He gave you a lap dance. Yeah. <laughs> and for the stories oh, here, you want to hear the story here? Yes. yes. About Florida. Okay, so uh, I'll, I'll leave the I'll leave the sad shit last. I don't want to like ruin it. So, um, here, um, there's a place called uh, Fresco y Mas somewhere around here. I forget where it's called. It's like the overthrowing of publics, old of Hispanics, right? There's a lot of Hispanic people in my uh, America, so I'm on my way there, just walking, and out of, out of the blue, fucking crackhead, um, <laughs> started pestering everybody for crack. It was, <laughs> it was the funniest shit ever, because he would never leave crack. you. Alone. Yeah, it was like that. His voice sounded a little bit like that. Just kept pestering everyone for crack, and oh my god, he ran into. The middle of the street, almost got hit by a car and jumped off into a lake because there was Holy a big shit. lake. Near. It was like it was the most funny thing I've ever seen. Was it like it early morning? Yeah, it was in the morning because I was hungry. I was like, "Fuck it, I'm hungry." Enough, and I was eating this. I was like, "I'm gonna go get something." And then, boom, crackhead! Like, <laughs> damn. So, um, Kumi asks. Uh, as a former gang member, did you imagine you would be playing games like VR Chat ever? Oh, actually, not at all. 
like nope uh i didn't see myself like doing anything with video games after i was finished but here i am now dang imagine if every one of the yakuza's just play vr chat they started, life, they, started getting, no, Cap, they started asking for deck protection in VR chat. Yo, you, you don't want to get crashed? <laughs> Yo. Yo, that'd be smart, actually. Yo, can, can, can we start that? I think the gangs already do that in the, in the extent. But, but they don't ask for protection money. They just do it. We monetize this. <laughs> we monetize it. They ask for other... Nice oh my god, that's for, uh, there. <laughs> say goodbye to your Jeep Blue Kid. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, do you want to say the sad story, Joel, or, eh, you don't, you don't want to do it? Yeah, sure. Nah, I'm gonna do it, because, to me, I don't care. Uh, so, a couple, what's today? We are in the Seriously? 22nd of August, right? 22nd, I think, or 23rd? Okay. Yes. Alright, thanks. So this happened probably like seven weeks ago where um I just wanted to leave my house because I had like so many things in my mind because um I am a I don't have any family. So that's the thing that's always like on my mind. Mm-hmm. About having no having nobody. So I just left. Wanted to like just clear my head a little bit. Oh, pun intended, yes. Oh, I'm losing tracking. But yeah, clear my head a bit. And it was dark. And I just, it was cold. I put on a jacket and I just started walking. My mistake was wearing black sweats and a black jacket. Yeah, my mistake was being black. I got you. <laughs> I crossed the street and wham, Toyota Corolla hits me across, uh, hits me so hard that I knocked my head onto the hood and onto concrete. Thank you. And I... Uh, gain amnesia that, and I've lost so good number of my memories. Holy shit, really? Yeah, I only retain a little bit, not a lot. Like what I told you is all I remember. Fuck. And uh, Dang. the second, yeah, the second one is a lot worse. Um. Oh, are you gonna talk about what happened with the? Uh, yeah, yeah. Shh, shh, shh. Okay, oh, okay, okay, okay. I'll let you say it. So. Um, a week ago, I was helping my brother move because that's all I have left. And he was going to be a firefighter in that country. He wants to be a firefighter. And I was like, bro, you can be a firefighter. I'm fucking proud of you. And my older brother. So he was like, you're going to be a firefighter. And I was like, yeah, I am. So I was helping him out. Of course, I'm trying to be a good brother. And, you know, we're finished there. I help him move into like a small house, help him buy food, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera you know, all that shit. Good brother to good brothers. Oh shit, I'm losing tracking. Okay, there you go. But um, I wanted to take a break because I was super tired. And on the countryside, sometimes when it's night, it's dangerous because there's a lot of fucking crazy people. And <laughs> I was just walking again because I wanted to get to get something to eat again. Obviously, because I didn't have anything. I was helping him move with big bags and a couple furniture things and monitors to his little house because he wanted to stay there you know, live his life but um, that day I was just fucking walking I was hungry I was going to go to like a McDonald's or something to pick up like some fries because I was hungry as shit so I was just walking on the sidewalk and some just a random person came up 
ski masks and all and just demanded for my fucking wallet. Like, I was getting mugged. Like, no, fuck off. I, I obviously took it as, like, he's joking because that shit doesn't scare me. Usually that scares, like, normal people. That I just see that shit, this dinky piece of knife that's, like, this big, this, this big. I, I fucking shit didn't scare me, so I just kept walking. And he, he tried again. I turned around, and I wasn't expecting at all, which that's me and more my fault because I'm just fucking stupid. And I should never turn my back on something like that. Yeah, it's a small switchboard. So he took it and just jabbed me in the left eye, completely destroying it. And yeah. And that was last it's, week? And, <clears throat> That was last week ago, yeah. Help, help my brother move. And then that's what I get. Just a knife to the eye. It wasn't like not enough to hit the brain because I'll be dead. I love daddy it was just cat. enough to destroy the left eye. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Dad. Went to the hospital for days. Holy shit. They fixed me up and they gave me a medical iPad. And they just said, well, you know. Welcome to the hospital. got worse than that. Yeah. They said, oh, well, you know, you're lucky the knife didn't go all the way and shoot the brain. Cause if that actually happened, you would have died there. And no, nothing would have, we couldn't have done anything to bring you back. So I, I was lucky. But lucky. To think that through all your time in Yakuza, you got stabbed in the torso 38 times, never anything that, I guess, ruined your like mobility or your eyesight. And the, you're in America where it should be safe. Cap, safe. Yeah. And this happened. Oh my. Yeah, Cap, safe. Here's yeah, a good tip for anyone. If someone demands your wallet at a knife point, just give it to them. No. I've been um, right. I, I, would I, I don't. I wouldn't. That. But I have gotten my my ass out of that situation. It's Because it, it sucks, too, because the <laughs> guy was, like, half my height, too. So I was like, I was towering over this fucking fool. And he was yeah. just like, give me your wallet. And I, was, I just made the foolish mistake of saying no, turning around, because literally the knife was fucking tidy. And that was just me being stupid all those years of training, you know, uh, all the years of being like, part of a gang. Oh, guess what? You lose something that is very important to you, your left eye. And I paid the price. <clears throat> now, when you're in oh, that situation, you're definitely, like, when you're in the Yakuza and you are got people around you, you definitely yeah. high, what, well, what, what's, what's it called? You're more in tune of, okay, I got to be careful. I got to watch out. And then once you go away from that lifestyle for a bit, you go relax, put your guard down, and that's usually when you do something stupid. You're like, oh, I think I just play. I'm just going to turn around. And then, you know, normally you would, yeah. I don't think you would ever do that, right? But No, I've never done that before. And because it never happened before, I would never need to, like, engage in someone. Because if I, if I was in Japan, so, and I was in Yakuza, if I was just walking down, I would have, like, four other people right behind me following me. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't have any issue. And if someone were to come up and do that to me, these four would jump in very quickly and just start beating the fuck out of him. Cool. So that was about it. Okay. Oh, so, uh, but, welcome back, Death. So, uh, how was your Hello. Uh, uh, you heard you were man. urban for five minutes. Quick shout out. No, man, it was horrible. Like, uh, oh. I just got like, uh, like, my mother just got an extortion call, and uh, we had to call her down for a bit. Ah, okay. No worries. Damn. Yeah. So, we asked this question to Joel over earlier. Uh, um, he told us about his process of leaving. 
he was basically giving a, a retirement party some some nice gifts. What was it like for you to leave the uh, the life, my dude? Um. Well, let's say that I gave him a gift. The thing is that this girl like tortured me. Uh, I have to serve her. Uh, sometimes I have to like uh, help move things for the other guy that she's left. Like basically, this girl. Uh, did favors so she could scale with power around her neighborhood. I never stood near her neighborhood because I know it was the danger, most dangerous neighborhood in my city. I mean, city is the most safest city in whole Mexico, seriously. Enough. And the thing was that uh, I don't know. I uh, I couldn't stand the torture, the fighting, the sex circle. Uh, because everything usually where I work, it was a plaza. Like, I pretty much recognize plaza called uh, Freaky Plaza, which is like the Otaku Center. It's our mini Mexican Akihabara. Uh, the thing is that uh, around there, like, everyone, like, basically it was like a bunny box. Everybody fuck everyone. Uh, Weird parties were held like in nearby hidden places where people get drugged and raped after a while. And usually uh, a lot of sexual predators. And I was kind of getting sick of it. And the, usually this girl was with the biggest predators and the bigger gangster dudes. And she was trying to rise up in power. And I was like... Okay, fuck it. If this girl actually gets that power and she was near to getting it, I'm gonna get fucked for life. I, I won't be able to get out. But the thing is that after a while, after a bunch of like uh, uh, times that she sent dude to me to scare me off, I just broke. I just broke. I just punched a, a fucking glass wall. Uh, because I was just losing it. Uh, and because of that, I decided, you know what? I know this girl signed writing. I will try to uh, train it. And I trained it for a month. Uh, until I wrote just like her. And I delivered, as the courier, I delivered a package. And that package was that I basically got two leaders together to see this girl in a date. Well, you know, that kind of date. Um, and she got fucked up right there. She got really fucked up right there. She lost all her privileges. Like, all her lovers left her because n not many of them knew about the that she was with so many guys at the same time. And after that, she broke. She broke. And she said, I'm going to displace my name. Death, you're the only guy that I have left. You're my most willing servant that will stay next to me. Please, she was crying. She was crying her eyes out. Please, 
I'm losing my house. Uh, my family is kicking me. Uh, no one of my boyfriends will stay with me. Uh, we have a common friend that is a rich dude. Uh, this guy, if I tell him that I did all this, he probably just left me and won't help me. Anyway, so I'm not gonna try to ask me. What can I do? And there was this guy. Thank you for the follow. From Guatemala. He was a big sexual predator. Thanks, thanks, Taco. He, he was like his favorite guy to toy with, but this guy, she never accepted her advances. So I told him, go with him. And she said, yeah, yeah but I don't want to go in bed with him. And I said, well, you don't got many choice, girl. And she went. They escaped to Guatemala. Uh, while in the plaza, like, brawls just started occurring because basically I just made two gangs fight each other. Fucking uh, uh, beat ups, blood everywhere, blood stains around the walls. Uh, after that, uh, let's say that uh, she disappeared in Guatemala. Appeared one year later uh, with a bastard baby. Uh, and she was alone as a mother. She, uh, her family, just because her sister was even tougher than her. Her little sister, this shit is bloody small. Got to rule everything that she had. Out of nowhere, it's it, I didn't like, expect her to come back and swoop everything in. And she forgave me for everything because she told me, you give a, my, my, my sister a good lesson. You give everyone a good lesson. And I have nothing against you because I, I didn't care. Just one thing, don't bloody mess with my sister, baby. And I was like, I have nothing against child, man. She could quit any time that she could, but she didn't feel like it. And I knew that she will feel like obligated to be with this guy. And that was like my most horrible thing that I have ever made, kind of. And like besides every single role that I had during high school and during university, that was kind of the worst thing I ever made, honestly make a girl feel that she needed to do something that she really didn't want to and after a while i stood in that place like after the fights between guys uh, stopped occurring uh i went with the junk fall and started telling them teaching them english uh, teaching them math i got a girlfriend uh i broke with that girlfriend like four months after <laughs> and I tried to talk to him about rights or like everything that their employees had to give them but they didn't give gave them give to them and I tried to teach them like philosophy to, so they could like live a better life I, I was basically from, from the kid servant death I became papa death uh, 
and after a while i got plenty of these guys to go back to high school finish the school the basic like uh well well the basic like study programs in mexico and it was kind of like amazing because like i saw everybody like go out and grow up as a person and after a while i decided to quit myself because the new folk i just didn't care about them uh i wasn't going to be papa dad for a long while uh just one girl kind of was my fucked up that was the this girl that was missing an arm uh she got with one guy that was called wolf that he was basically like like dan just like dan basically when i met dan it was like oh man it's wolf again <laughs> uh, like dirty um uh, yeah dirty <laughs> <laughs> like the way he talked this guy but in real life to this little girl like this real cutesy uh armless girl basically uh and she he said even the same dumb shit of don't worry dan i admire you man uh this dumb shit of <laughs> yeah 16 months of, of no no 18 years of child support are awarded he said that same fucking shit <laughs> but he like did got her pregnant <laughs> yeah he did got her pregnant but they have been like a good family for uh, the last six years. It's pretty nice, honestly, because he kept his word. <laughs> he became a father. He, he looks like a loser now, but uh, instead of the <laughs> bloody Dan hunter that he was. <laughs> yeah, exactly. like that. Damn. Like, but I was like, in the beginning when I, I was Papa Dad, it was like, I don't care about you. You get out of my child, but he robbed my child, and it was like, uh, nope, uh, know what? Okay, I, I think I gotta make my word work, and he made it work, and I didn't have to ask for any favors with my ex, uh, child friends, so it was really nice, honestly. Oh, um, fuck yeah. Yeah, when I decided to leave, I just decided to, hey, you know what? My mother always tells me, go to university, get something to do. And I went to, and then I went and got two degrees. One as a graphic designer, and a second one as uh, basically a audiovisual producer, because I learned animation, uh, video production, how to roll a set, and things like that. Uh, how to write for a movie and things like that. And basically, I just got into digital arts. And oh, that okay. was that. And after that, I never have gotten to, like, uh, in trouble. Uh, the way that I got out of the cholo thing, it was pretty good that basically nobody could help anything against me. Uh, because some people even thank me that they knew that I did that for them, that I basically, uh, well, snitch a bitch that was going to snitch on everyone. Uh, and, and well, I am living my life. I have only got like, right to rub once. Mm -hmm. And the guy was 
pretty shitty because I told him out of it. <laughs> because he was like, uh, I, I remember this because of your story, and I'm really sorry that that just happened to you. Uh, Don't worry about it, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it was weird because I was just getting out of university. It was like 10 p.m. or something like that. This weird guy, like, uh, he looked like really skinny, but with some build, like little build. Mm. And he was like, man, I need your money. And I was like, I need your money? Okay, man. Uh, whatever you say. Uh, and he was like, man, dude, it's not like I want to do this. They just dropped me and I need the money now. And I was like, sure, man, don't worry. And I was reading him. Like, uh, he doesn't have face tattoos, but he has arm tattoos. He has uh, uh, a cushion cross, uh, earring. No, no, not uh, I. I couldn't see his neck. I couldn't see his face because he was positioned under like uh, a street light in uh, a really good, good manner. So I couldn't like identify mm -hmm. him like properly. So <clears throat> I was there. Uh, he was talking to me, and I was like, "Yeah, man, don't worry. I mean, I I just came from Mexico City because a week before I went to Mexico City for an animation like." Uh, uh, well, I met a lot of animators, like big name animators. The guy that made Boom Lamb, the guy that animated Toombat, uh, the director for Mulan, the director for Gravity Falls, the director, uh, the director for Over the Garden Wall. Basically, a bunch of badass animators in one single place. Uh, in the end, uh, I, I, I basically told him that everything that I had go through in Mexico City, that he said. Man, really? Jesus Christ! Yeah, man, don't worry. Uh, and I, and just because I saw like the Christian cross, I said, but I think I think, and also I was dating a Christian girl, like a Baptist Christian girl at that moment. It was like, yeah, but I think Christ, uh, like, was with me all the time, and it, uh, I, I, I'm not a believer. I'm not a true believer. Christ was a chill dude that lived years ago. That's my, that's my whole thing about Jesus. Uh, but the thing is that he was saying, uh, he started to say, yeah, man. Uh, sometimes uh, I feel a bit disconnected. I, I, I asked to him because I feel that I have the inside. And I was like, just, just like my ex-girlfriend was saying, when she cheated on me with another girl, Fuck it. Fuck that. That's the worst Christian excuse that every Christian gives to me. Um, uh, and I told him, no, yeah, but you should seek redemption. I know you don't want to do this, man. I know this is in you. You're oh, here. <laughs> right. He was yeah. telling you to seek redemption. Uh, no, I was telling him to seek redemption. Oh, oh I was like, holy so shit. So I, I, I was basically trying to be a pastor, like talk like a pastor will talk. And I just did the talk, the talk. I walked the walk, as, as fucking always says. And uh, man, it was like the worst Christian bullcrap that I have ever said to me. If you're Christian, proud of you that you can believe in that. I cannot do that. I'm sorry. I will die in hell. Uh, I'm already dressed for it. Uh, uh, <laughs> how, how is it? 
But then he said, man, you, you just like talk to me like the, my pastor did to me. You're a really blessed man. You're a oh person with great heart. Wow. And he gave my, my wow. money back. He bloody gave he my gave money back. Money? What yeah, man, I don't understand how that happened. That's a bad robber. <laughs> it was the worst robber everywhere. That, that's that's the level of crimes in my city. In Mexico City, this, this bloody guy, like this gorgeous, like skinny, petite girl robbed me uh, after she flirted with me. But this guy, this guy could talk him down and... That's why Mexico City level of robbers, my city level of robbers, they can kill you and then take your money. These ones can, like, just go fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, do you, do you want to trade, like, robbers? Can I have that guy? You can have my, the guy that took my eye. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> I, I would... <laughs> uh... So, uh, that's, that's crazy. But, um... Move on to a new question. Uh, okay. This one comes from my chat from Antiseptic Eye. Uh, how do you guys feel being part of a gang? You guys feel tough? Did you guys feel like good people? Did you feel bad? How did, how did it feel? How did you guys feel? I felt like I was actually a part of something that I think was great. And I was very honored to be a part of it. Because I don't know how any other gangs work in the world, but the Yakuza and Japan is basically one thing we are connected as we're the like the country if anything bad happens like a tsunami earthquake anything like that do you know who the first people to pay off the damages not the government it's us we pay everything off we repair everything we spend money to repair the the entire country like oh big ass earthquake in so and in Unsa, uh, in Tokyo in the middle of Tokyo Bigger earthquake. We're the first one to be. You know what? We're paying this shit off. That's it. We care about the country. Well, I feel honored. Yep, that sounds a lot better than the the gangs where they're like, government fix it, and if you don't fix it, we're gonna go fucking riot, <laughs> and then you know, it's more damage doesn't work out too well. Damn. Damn. Uh, exactly. That's the way that Mexican gangs work. Man, uh, that's why Mexico is. Fucking piece of shit. Uh, the worst enemy of a Mexican. It's not an American. It's another Mexican. Uh, that's why I always joke that Trump is right about us. Like, he's putting a wall for a good reason. Also because one of our biggest, like, richest guy that is in the top, uh, uh, top five richest guy. I think his name is Hey Toasty, thank you for the follow. Currently I can't like talk that. too much since we're doing a podcast. Uh, slim, Slim. Uh, this guy, uh, I think robbed like 20 million bucks out of Trump's pocket in a bad deal. And now when some something happens in our country, uh, uh, the gangs are the first guys that are going to stop, start rioting and start arming like their zone. If you're not of his own, you can go fuck off, fuck off. And, and it's horrible, man. We are... Not we say that we are united, we're Mexicans, we're proud of being Mexicans, but that's fucking bullshit. It's fucking bullshit. They, they don't do nothing for other people. They just do things for the families, for their robbers, and that's that. Uh, I wish they did more for Mexico. 
some people, like the guys that go out to the U.S., they do more for Mexico outside of Mexico than inside of Mexico. The people that are still here, just like me, are pretty much fuck-ups. That's why I want to leave. That's why every Mexican wants to leave. Uh, actually, Damn. Joel, is it true that... Uh, <laughs> I don't know if it's as true. I'm not too well-versed in Yakuza, but the Yakuza, when they first got formed, based their code and honor off of like, the samurai, and then that way they had the samurai swords, and they followed the taking away the pinky first, and then going on from there for dishonor. Actually, you're kind of you're really close because the mod uh, old day yakuza's were indeed samurais. Oh, uh, you know, that's how it uh, began. So yeah, you're actually really close. I feel, Hell yeah. I feel happy that someone actually knows about the history. Yeah, the back in the day, the first yakuza's were actually. A lot of just a lot of very very young and very strong and very willing samurais that didn't want to be a part of it. That thought that you know what we're gonna this is gonna be our group. We're not gonna we will follow the government to a certain extent. We're gonna follow our own thing because back in the day in Japan it was never like we have a president. No, we had an em emperor. <laughs> you know, with the dynasties and shit like that. So it it was like that. So, you're close. Like, I'm so actually happy that someone actually knows about that. Mm -hmm. I, I'm very interested in the samurai. Uh, I'm more interested in the samurai culture, and then I read a manga on the Yakuza. I'm like, damn, they're cool. But they're not, like, gangsters. They're not going around, like, slaughtering and making sure that, like, no, terrorizing innocents. No, no, they're no. They're not. Uh-uh, no. We are not, like, American gangs, for example. We won't just come up, behind, come up to you and just do drive-bys and, like, no... Like just for no reason, no, we'll never do. That. If we had a problem, we had a problem. We'll settle it. Done. No more. We won't make no big fuss about it. Like you're not gonna see two uh, yakuza fight and it's gonna be in the news. Like how you would see in America. Like um, I don't know. Like fucking Bloods Crips fighting in on the news. Just, just yeah. for example. Yeah, you see that like almost like every day for them, right? But for us, if we had a problem, you know, fight. Done. Over. No more. Yeah, no, that would really, well, more of, more of the family aspect really stood stood out to me. I'm like, you know what? Even though they aren't yeah. abiding by the law fully, they're not going crazily like against the law. They're just doing their own thing. Exactly. Yeah. So, here's a question: Now that you guys are out, and like you guys might probably stay out for the rest of your lives, hopefully, what would you say to a guy that's looking to join? looking to join a gang or the user yeah asking did. for a friend obviously. what would you say to him <laughs> okay um you can go death okay uh you're fucking stupid go back to school um <laughs> <laughs> it's it, it's not really something that you want to do honestly like yes you can say oh yeah but they are going to have my back i won't get back around these blocks but then you are going to start to get like bad blood around you and you gotta like stay really noble to everyone and that's the thing that i tried to do like every single like gang member that i know are still like good bodies with me even if i lost contact with some of them like like the last one that i lost contact that was actually the last one i met uh i lost contact with him like two years ago and 
I'm kind of glad because honestly, the more nobody you are to the gangs, the better. Uh, I will tell you, don't do it, man. It's like if you, if you need to move, move, man, to avoid gang stuff. But just don't enter, man. Most people that are in, it's because they want to. But it's not like, oh yeah, I want to be tough. I want to be the biggest bastard that it's ever been out there. No, man, that's fucking stupid. Just pay your taxes, go legit, do some badass bullshit as a real man of the law, man. And uh, when I say real man of the law, that you follow the law, don't fucking skip taxes and don't bloody. And also don't join the police because that's another whole bullshit. Uh, but if you're in the police, proud of you. I hope you are not corrupt. If you are, fuck you. Get outside, please. Mm. And uh, what about you, Joel? What, if, what would right. you say to a young, aspiring person who's trying to join the Yakuza? Well, this well, this is going to be a little bit personal for me because for me, I didn't have a choice. Because it's either the situation I was in was quite terrible. Like, like growing up in school, I was like a big fucking delinquent. So, you know, I would hang out with the wrong crowd and it got me very fucked uh, after. And this money situation area that lets you like do this just fucking dying because i didn't do it lose a house no no fucking way to pay for food or anything like that so i would say is like if you have to join it please like and this is just coming from me please have it as a last resort you don't want to just join it and then just see what all the madness and chaos that can ensue in just a day and then regret it afterwards because if you want to leave, there. <laughs> good luck. That's all I can say because ten years I was over there in Yakuza. Yes, indeed, I've actually equivalent. I actually acquired a bit of PTSD. So, mm-hmm. oh yeah, I um, I I would never like. No, if you're a good person, like you have, if you're wealthy, not you don't even need to be rich. If you're like mid uh, mid class, you have the money by to pay your taxes, to pay for food or anything like that. Don't join it, because it's just going to fuck you in the end. Because you're going to think that, oh, I'm just going to do this for, like, a year, and then I'm going to leave. And no, you do it for, like, four, five, six, and you just keep going. And then you're basically killing yourself, because you had no reason to be there. Gangs, the way I see it is, gangs are something you shouldn't join as to begin with. But if you're in a shitty situation that either you do this or die... And you don't want to die, join. But if, if not, then don't do it. Just be normal. Don't break the law. Don't do anything. Just follow and you'll succeed. Most of the time, yeah. gang members don't succeed at all. Well, following... Oh, uh, continue. Uh, like, I was just saying, the only reason why I succeed is because I, was, I just played smart. Like, really smart. That's about it. Uh, for those uh, following Caps' train of thought, for those who are already part of one, what tips would you tell them to stay safe and, you know, not get themselves either hurt or killed? We'll go with uh, death first. <sighs> yeah, the guy, well, you guys kind of I will tell already, you. But... <sighs> I will tell you something. Sometimes you just gotta make, like, a good friend. Stay noble to him. Uh... 
know that he won't snitch on you because that will happen sometimes. Uh, like for me, I had my guy that from the beginning told me to not get started on the first place. Like keep working for this girl that wants to make his own shit, but try to stay as irrelevant as possible because getting clout it's getting a target, honestly. And uh, I, I wouldn't tell you to enter. Like if you're there, try to stay low key as possible. Like, yes, it makes you expendable. But if you're really, 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 really low to the ground, ah, uh, they will just go pass by you, honestly. Like, and if you're really, really deep into it, uh. Pray. Just do that. Pray. For one day, the suffering will end. Someday. Or put a bullet in your hand, but I won't recommend that last one. Mm-hmm. All right. How about you, Mr. Uh, Mr. Joel? Uh, can you repeat the question again? Oh, uh, for those who are already part of one, what tips would you have to help them stay safe and not get themselves hurt or killed for the Yakuza. Okay, okay for this. Um, a tip, let's see. Um, this should be obvious, but don't be fucking stupid. You have common sense, right? You see your leader, you don't disobey, but and then you, you just follow. You stay quiet, you follow, and you speak when spoken to. Because if you speak out of place, punishment. You speak out of line, punishment. You leave your line, punishment. No, you stay in your line, you stay quiet, follow the orders that they're giving you. You succeed, you get high, and there you go. You, you're clan leader. But if, you, if you're already in and you don't, like, you know, already don't want to be a clan leader or anything, don't, like, just don't break the line. We have a system for a reason to keep people. Because the thing is, we don't, like, yeah, because doesn't see people as expendable. Like, we don't throw people out willy-nilly, like, to just get them killed, because if I'm going to be honest with you, Japan right now is at a really shit show, because the birth to death ratio right now is terrible. There are more people dying than there are being birthed. Mm-hmm. So, really, we don't have extended, we don't have, like, we don't have cannon fodder. We value your lives, obviously, but, you know, we'll value other people. Just, the only thing I can just say to keep you safe, man, is just follow just fucking make sure you don't break any rules and okay. follow whatever they tell you. All right, I, I got one more question. I don't know if I'm uh, if you want to intervene, Cap. This is like a all right, go ahead and ask a fun one kind it. of. So I actually I, I used to work security at this hospital and then I, I started partnering up with this Chinese guy, very tall guy, like a Yao Ming size almost six seven, and uh, he would tell me whenever he would go back to Japan. Uh, he would come back with a lot of money, obviously, and then whenever he would go with his friends to pick up girls, he would go in his pocket, get his car keys, put it on the table, and because he was driving such, such a nice car and was such a nice model, the girl would be like, oh, okay, okay. So that's how he did to pick up girls. When you were in the mm. Yakuza and you were in the gang, do you guys have any, like, well, that's kind of weird with you, but you're, you're actually, like, a subservient to the female, but did you have any ways to, like, yeah. publicize your status when you go out? Anything that you do to flaunt that you are part of something? Yes. <laughs> yes. 
Uh, usually you go to a, uh, you go to a, a club. I forgot. What, it's like a cl- you go to a club, right? Oh, and is it the obviously you bring your. It could be whatever. It could be mostly it's with girls, obviously. Mm-hmm. The hostess, the hostess club. You go there, you ask for the number one girl, and then you buy the most expensive alcohol you can. Okay. And then, this is the old way. Money. <laughs> Always about the money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because so, a lot of people are. Tell us what one of your experiences is at this uh, hostess club, if you don't mind. Okay, so I obviously it wasn't for me. I was just following my Anaki because I have to. I follow him. There's footsteps, so I follow. And it's just, oh, one day he decided, you know what? He turns around to see us, because it was just like five of us, and we all knew each other very well. He knew that we were very hardworking people, so he turned around, because we don't get breaks a lot, so he turned around and said to uh, all five of us in Japanese, I'm not going to say it in Japanese, but he said this, you all deserve a break for all the hard work that we've put you through. Not a day or an hour or a second have I seen you guys slack off or do nothing. So you're gonna, you guys are going to come with me. So he takes us to a gang control coastal club. And basically I told, we did what I told you. We asked him <laughs> basically the, the best girls and the best alcohol. That's about it. And I actually um, ended up getting one's number. Ah. Okay. And we actually, we actually dating, dating for a while. But, you know. Thank you. Guys married each other and lived happily ever after. Ah <laughs> oh, yes, I wish. Uh, I wish how that might that. Cancer. I wish. Oh I wish God. that my story went. No, I I got I got her number. We dated and, uh for a couple like four months, and then the fucking bitch cheated on me. He was like, why? It's <laughs> war. Cheated on me. I was like, she cheated on me. I was like, oh, my heart. Okay. Yeah, but I should have I should have noticed too, cause she was a, is a hostess, obviously. Like, there's no way she actually has feeling. I fell for the oldest trick in the book. I'm mm-hmm. fucked. I'm oh, done. Man. Never date a yeah. stripper. Never date a playboy. Never date an escort. In for a bad time. Yeah. What about yeah. you, Death? How did how did you uh how did you flex to get the ladies when you were uh back in that gang, or back as well, the uh, message runner? Career, yeah. Uh, let's say that I just like this guy that was my mentor told me like, well, you can like pick up some chains out of your like out of your tie. Sometimes throw a clicker, which is basically a gang sign, but you add some uh with it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and there's a rhythm a rhythm for those. But uh, sometimes, like, show, like, a special tat or something like that. It's, like, to show, like, your, like, status. But I never did that shit because I never got the tats. I never do things. That guy, when told me, stay Loki. I stole Loki as fuck. Because that's the other thing. I have kind of, like, Asperger's syndrome, which is the lowest kind of autism there. Uh, makes you like really, really competitive and really, really like. How do you say it? Systematic. Everything. It's a system. If you don't fit my system, 
I will find a way to get you out of it. Uh, and that was the thing. This guy gave me basically the one-on-one how to survive. And as far as I knew, like, I learned everybody uh, who was free, who was dating, who was dating with who. So I usually learned that in my city, everybody fucks with everybody. So you just got to learn who to fuck and who's easy to fuck. Uh, and who gets really... Who's really easy to get by flexing? And usually, don't win for them because I knew they had at least two diseases or something like that. And when I really like started dating was when I basically kicked my boss out of the plane, uh, out of the game, and then I started dating the girls that I thought uh, math was because sometimes they cannot pay you with money. Ah. But they can pay with a good oh. a good afternoon and even better night. That I still paid for, which it was bullshit. Yeah. Not the worst. You were yeah. so, so close. But, <laughs> Cap actually I got a question for you. Not me? What? Yeah. The fuck? As a Native American. Is there any gangs that just are like represented by the Native Americans, Native Americans, but also, what are your experiences with gangs? Uh, fuck. Well, I told you guys when I was younger, there's a lot of gang activity, but mm -hmm. I, uh, I played like the death map maneuver, right? Kept very low key, very low profile in my house all the time, so it never really affected me. Uh, Native mm -hmm. Americans who are in gangs, oh boy, that's a tough one to answer. Because, you know, when we're, uh, it's kind of different for us Native Americans. You know, we're all from the same tribe, usually. So it's like, when you fuck with someone, you're basically fucking with an extended cousin or, like, Black a, a friend what, or something. <laughs> yeah, but, um, I've heard reports of, like, some gangs on some reservations. Uh, apparently they use horses as their getaway vehicles, because, <laughs> like, I was born in Montana. A lot of it's just wilderness. If you have a horse and there's, like, not a lot of roads, you can just get away. Just by riding on a horse. You, uh, you took gotta... that horse to the old town road, right? Yeah, we took it to the old town road. Usually we had them in the back, you know, and then, uh. <laughs> but uh, I wanted to ask one more question to death, because Joel already kind of answered this earlier with uh, one of his responses. What made you join, uh, or what made you do the courier work? What made you join or start? Um, I fell in love with the one that became my boss. Mm, no worries, Crawley. I like the cat then. And we like started not chat, uh, like Snapchatting, like we started like just texting a lot. Uh, and after a while, I just like was really hooked up with her. And when I learned that she was going to enter. Uh, like this place, I asked for uh, to my cousin for a place at his work that was really nearby her, and I, mm -hmm. I started like seeing like wait for her in the night. I started like visiting her. Sometimes I just went straight back home to not show too much interest, even if it was pretty obvious. Um. 
I learned that there was another guy. But then there was another guy that came out of nowhere and started Ooh. menacing me and told me to fall into line. And then I was, uh, there was a line of goons and a line of servants. And I, and because I was told that I was too childish, I fell into the line of servants. And she told me, uh, don't worry, I'm going to. I'm going to train you either to be my toy or to be a goon if you actually have the balls for it. Oh. And when I said toy, it was basically a personal fucktoe. Uh, uh, my dick wasn't the same after that. <laughs> I see. But yeah. Uh, and honestly, uh, I just, uh, I just like literally got Stockholm syndrome for a while until I broke again. Like she broke me into Stockholm syndrome, uh, that to make me scared of leaving her. Like there was nothing in my life besides that, but. When I really got really, really fucked up, and I wasn't talk about this, uh, I just decided to fuck it. I wanted to get out. I contacted my, the guy that told me everything about how to avoid gangs. Uh, and basically, uh, decided to destroy her. <laughs> but yeah, All right. that's how I got in, and how, that's how I wanted to get out. Cap, how about so you? I, I, hold on. I, I actually do have a oh, question oh, okay. for Joel. Oh. You told us yeah, about funny. the how, or you told us about the why, but tell me about the how. How or I joined? Just this, yeah, how. Did the Yakuza guy just said, you know, I see you in a bad spot, come join us. Uh, no, I, I, I want to go. I just turn, I turn. And to them, like, ask if I can join. I, like, you would never ever see me beg or plead, or you'll never see me on my. But that was the one time I've actually begged and pleaded to join, so I wouldn't die. That was the only time, just to join, so I can at least have some money to buy food. That was the only time. You went to and one you of their offices, or? Yes, I went to one of them, very common ones, and I, I, I just, I, <laughs> I did the, I did the generic. Neo pose, like I pose, I could do it if you want, like right now to show you what I mean. Sure, I know right, what you're talking uh, about, but go ahead and do it for the camera. <laughs> Here, I did this. Right? Let me fix my place face. I just got down like this, like this, with my head down like this, and I just started pleading. Oh, let me join, because I have nothing else there. And if I don't join, I'm just, I just kept doing this until it let me in. And how? And the only reason why they let me in is. I was 15. I had nothing you, during that time. You can, you can join our VR chat gang. I accept you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we need you to run some debt collecting for protection. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, you said you were on a limited time, right, Joel? Yeah, you can do ask me like one more question, then I have to go because I have to go to work. Okay. So, has anyone got any questions for Joel? We got one more question to ask him. 
Anyone? Anyone um, even from the audience? No, okay. Mr. Joel, I got a question. What would it take for you to go back to that life? <laughs> Nothing. If you buy me a plane ticket back to Japan and tell me to go join the Yakuza, dude, I'm fucking going back 100%. Honestly. That was the best 10 years of my life. I loved it. It was my, it was my favorite. Obviously, besides the, you know, sad parts, I, I, I had fun. I I liked what I did. Alright, so, yeah. so you would I was do expecting it. that answer. Yeah. <laughs> and the same question goes to But now... <laughs> yeah. Oh, hello, bro. Uh, bro, I'm on this side. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Uh, his question was, what would, what would it take for you to join back in that life? <sighs> A second European Lurchman message? Hmm? What? What? <laughs> 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 Oh, uh, <laughs> a second dick man, sir. Oh, a second dick <laughs> So they gave you a, a magic pill tomorrow. <laughs> You're going back. Well, let's say that it was like a. Let's say that it was more like a simulating massage that kind of like. Wait, what? Okay. Okay. Well, definitely join for a dick uh, enlargement pills. Pill, yeah. but cap. I think no, that... it wasn't pills. It was a massage. Some, yeah, some massage. The pills massage. go wear yeah. out. So it was like really a happy ending. <laughs> like a happy ending. Uh, no, it wasn't happy. It was kind of really painful. It worked though. Oh, oh. painful ending. Wait, wait. This uh, is this is what would happen uh, for you to join back into that life. Hey, no, it's just a joke. Don't mess but with it was kink. really something that happened. <laughs> don't mess with yeah, kink. Yeah, leave alone, man. Leave alone, dude. Okay, 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 okay. All right. I wouldn't go what? back even if you paid me. I would. Uh, Buy me a plane ticket, I'd go back. Yo, listen, if, <laughs> I, if I ever go to Japan, I, I do want to, I'm going to ask you to come with me. You know what you're doing. If I, I show you all the social yeah, I would my you. contact. Yeah, yeah I'll teach you, don't worry. <laughs> I will. Oh, yeah. I'll stay there until I die. <laughs> yeah, because you're like forever. Fuck yeah. Hey, Joel, Joel went it. to America, the best country in the world, and now he's no longer a gang member. Yeah, right. and I hate it here because there's so many crackheads and crocodiles. <laughs> and there's so many, like, there's so many crackheads and crocodiles. Like, you can't even go a day without like yeah, going yeah, someone said. coming up to you and yeah, be like, right. "Yo, can I have some crack?" Yeah, you, you, you can't. <laughs> Yeah, I, I literally saw okay. I, I literally saw an alligator get run over yesterday. Oh shit! Oh my god! I, I, like, I have like, one question. Man. Yes, what's your question? Yeah, what's your question? How do you get weed in Japan? Because that's something that the audience really weed? wants. You said weed? Yeah, yeah, yeah weed. Oh, dude, most of the time we it's not weed. It's either cocaine, uh, uh, bath salt, uh, um, meth, uh. And a lot of other things. Weed is not a lot. You don't see a lot in Japan. And even I don't know how to get weed in Japan. Like, shit, oh, that's something. Like, even they didn't they won the me. war on drugs. Damn. They won the war on drugs death. <laughs> well, Captain Stop <laughs> yeah. Cocaine, what do you mean? <laughs> exactly. We have meth. They have we sophisticated have drugs, okay? They have class. Dude, yeah. Kind of the reason why we get money is prostitution and drugs. That's about it. All right. But, uh, but, uh, 
well, yeah, we'll, we'll close things off. Joel, Mr. Death, do you guys have, any, have anything you guys want to shout out? Anything you want to say as a closing statement? We'll go with Death, Mr. First. Death, shoot it. Uh, closing statement? Um, it's not good. It, it's no bueno. Never enter a gang. If you can avoid it, do it. If you can avoid even contact with them, do it. And especially, uh, follow me on Twitter. <laughs> no, 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 don't worry. Yeah, you can. I don't have actually a good Twitter. <laughs> no, 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 I don't I don't have actually like a good Twitter handle. It's like my professional Twitter uh, uh, for the sign. But nah, uh, this time it's actually something that I don't want to share. <laughs> uh, what, what? Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, have a good one. Try to find something that isn't a gang. Even if you're religious, you have a buck club, uh, you're an artist, follow that shit. Don't follow a gang. That's fucking stupid. That's the thing. Follow your heart. Fuck yeah. Not, your, not, your, not a gang right. or your dick. Because those <laughs> two things will like, really bring you like in trouble. <laughs> and uh, what about you, Joel? Anything, any last words before you head out? Uh, closing statement. Uh, if you need to join a gang like I did, and you're struggling with everything, just at a very young age too, at 15, like me, I know there's probably people who've done it younger, but I literally had nothing, no money, no house, nada, none, zero. I literally had to beg and plead just to join. If you are in my shoes. And that's happening to you, and you have to join. I can only wish you the best of luck. That's it. Damn. Okay. Well, thank you, Mr. Joel. Thank you, Deathmap, for telling your experiences, one in being in a gang, one being in the Yakuza, and also the many other things we talked to you about. Thank you, everyone watching. Thank you, Cap, for helping out, finding these two wonderful gentlemen. And, uh, hey. do you want to say anything else before we end off? Uh, yeah. Don't only do crimes in Japan. <laughs> Only do crime in the right. can. It's fun. But yeah, this is do it for the content oh. podcast. We're done. We out. Uh, thanks for uh, thanks for showing up, everybody. Do, 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 do. That was fun. Do, do. Uh, well, get to work, Joel. But thanks for hopping yeah. on the podcast. Do it, it, honestly, don't call me any of that. No, thanks. I was actually very honored to talk about this because I it, Yo, it, I, I, I wanted it. to get off my chest. I absolutely yeah, yeah, love yeah, it. Really. Thanks, you guys. And, uh, thank you, Your laser's coming.